It's Edmonton's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. Hello, this is Bonnie LG coming to you today with Edmonton's podcast, a member of the Canada's Podcast Network, where we talk to the entrepreneurs who are making it happen here in the city of Edmonton, Alberta. Justine Barber is the co-founder of Poppy Barley, a B Corp certified footwear and accessory company that prioritizes foundational style and ethical manufacturing. Justine has a Bachelor of Commerce from the University of Alberta and a Master of Arts in Conflict Analysis from the University of Kent. Prior to starting Poppy Barley, she worked in conflict prevention and on Alberta's 10-year plan to end homelessness. Justine is married with two young kids, and in her limited spare time, she enjoys running, reading, and playing outside. So welcome, Justine, and thanks for joining us today. Thank you for having me, Bonnie. So why don't we jump right in and and get to know you a bit. Can you tell our listeners, how did you actually get started in your career and and how did you become an entrepreneur? Sure. So, you know, like many people, I started university, spent a couple of years trying to decide what I wanted to study, ended up choosing business because it felt very broad and very employable. But I also love social sciences and I love the arts. So after working in business for only a couple of years, I decided to go do my master's in war studies in Belgium. And there I did a master's, worked in conflict prevention, but then realized I also missed my family and that there was really no work in that field in Alberta. So I decided to move home and ended up working on the 10-year plan to end homelessness, which was brand new at the time, and it was first in Canada. So it was a very interesting, innovative project to work on. I did that for a few years. And over time, to be honest, was just getting itching to be my own boss, work for myself, stop working in committees and writing briefing notes and having everything depend on political will. So I made the decision I wanted to work for myself. And then I started looking around for opportunities. And shortly thereafter, I got the idea for Poppy Barley. And so why don't you share with us a little bit more about Poppy Barley and what the company is all about? Sure. So Poppy Barley is a vertically integrated retail company. So what that means is we manufacture our own product and then we sell it directly through our own e-commerce channel, retail stores, and pop-ups across Canada. And as a company, we're really focused on combining style, fit, and ethical manufacturing at an attainable luxury price point in footwear and accessories. And so Poppy Barley is headquartered out of Edmonton. What do you find are, are some of the benefits of doing business in Edmonton? I think some of the benefits of doing business in Edmonton is you do have a close-knit, very supportive community. So from the beginning, because we are for Edmonton, there's not a lot of companies in our space. I think there was a lot of excitement and a lot of support from the company. And that would be, you know, from people who are our very first customers to some investors to employees who wanted to work, you know, in the fashion or in the fashion tech space and found us as an option. And so if you turn that around, what are some of the challenges you've encountered doing business in Edmonton or in in general? Sure. Um, 
it's very small and it's isolated. So we're not in a big market where there's a lot of other companies like us, where there's that creates a great recruitment pool. Um, it creates more industry kind of networking sessions where you're meeting with the right influencers or investors or peers. So we end up traveling quite a bit and trying to connect with people across Canada and into the US through, you know, email and and traveling, really getting on a plane. And so Justine, is Edmonton home for you? Is is that where uh, you were born and raised or how did you end up in Edmonton? I was born in Jasper and then we were a railroad family. So we moved about every two to four years for my dad's job. So my older sister and I, who we have the business together, we lived really across kind of Northwestern Canada in various cities. And then when I was 18, I came to Edmonton for university. What about Edmonton would you recommend to other entrepreneurs or why would you recommend it if somebody was looking to move there and start a business? I think Edmonton has two strong recommendations for entrepreneurs. The first is I think you can have a really high quality of life in Edmonton because salaries are generally high and the cost of living compared to other major cities in Canada is lower. You can you know, afford a nice house in the central location and vacations and a little bit more luxury in your life. Conversely, I mean, if you're just starting and you need to live for cheap, you can do that as well. And then the other strong recommendation for Edmonton is there is definitely some, it is a university town. I think we have a really good computer science community. So if you're looking for developers, which a lot of companies are, if you're looking for artificial intelligence, it's very strong. So there are certain kind of pockets of industry or entrepreneurship that Edmonton would have a really great recruiting base. Wonderful. I'm curious, some of our best ideas will come when we least expect them. And it might be when we're doing something not at all even related to our day-to-day business. When you need to disconnect or recharge or maybe even get inspired, do you have a favorite place in in the city that you like to go? I like to either go into the river valley and just walk or run in nature along the trails, or I do spend a lot of times in bookstores. Um, Just I really love to read, so I really love to pick out the best new book or even just to see the recent releases. And so thinking about your business and about Poppy Barley, like what are you most excited about these days? What I feel most excited about right now is the team that we have. I think that we've never been stronger, both in our leaders. So we have a really good, solid foundation of leaders, but then we also have a lot of great new young people. And I think the work that's happening right now and the collaboration that I'm seeing between departments feels like an all-time high in terms of yeah, all of the exciting things that we're working on. And how big is your team? We have in total about 45 people. And that would be, we have two retail stores, which each have about 15 people, a mix of full-time and part-time. And then at our sort of head office, we have another 15. Great. And Justine, where do you hope to be in the future? What is, what is your vision for Poppy Barley? And where would you like to be 10 years from now? In 10 years, we'd like to be a national or even international brand that's really rethinking the footwear industry to bring innovative new products and ways of selling and technology to Canadians to create a better product and a better experience. And so thinking back on how far you've come already, 
What has been one of the greatest challenges you've faced in your business to date? And perhaps even expanding on that, like in the footwear industry as well. Has there been anything that that you could share and uh, some lessons learned for our listeners? Sure. The first thing that comes to mind is cash and cash flow in particular. I think that, I mean, the vast majority of businesses that go under, it's because they go bankrupt at one point. And especially for us, we're in a negative cash flow business where we have to buy all of our inventory in advance and then hope that it sells. So that's something that in the first couple of years, I mean, we're still constantly working on improving our buying, but I think just surviving and getting the cash till death scenarios down was a big focus in the beginning. And then I think the second thing happens that happens as you grow your business, and this would be across all industries, is that you personally have to become a different type of leader. So in the beginning, it was just Kendall and I. I was, you know, customer care. I was operations. I was product. And then we had five of us, and we all worked in one room. And so communication was really easy. And then once you scale up to, you know, now forty-five people across three locations, I think that you need to become different. So there's a lot of um, kind of growing pains and personal growth that come with growing your company on a personal level. Yeah, that's for sure. I think that's. That's common no matter what the industry or um, city that you are headquartered in. Just curious now, bringing it back a little more specifically to Edmonton, um, what do you wish that you, or what do you know now that you wish you knew when you were first starting out in, in setting up your business in Edmonton? I think probably just the perspective that comes with time. So I think in the beginning, I mean, it was very stressful, but I also think that now, I don't get stressed out very much. I think you just get more resilient and maybe more used to the pressure. So I think if I to go back or for a second company, I think you would just be a bit more relaxed with it. What is the best piece of advice that you've ever received um, in terms of being patient as you build your career or your business? Is there anything that you can share with us? We had one, I mean, this is, kind of funny, but we were meeting with an investor fairly early and we were talking about how we were scaling our operations. Anyways, that we were scaling our operations. And he said, why do you have more sales than you can handle? And we said, no. And he said, don't you think you need more sales then? <laughs> and that was a really good lesson where now it's like, okay, sales leads and operations follows. So that was a good piece of advice. Yeah, that's great. And again, very applicable across any industry, right? (laughs) What are the top three things on your bucket list as you look forward and do some dreaming? And this is maybe a bit more personal to you. What do you hope to achieve as a, a successful female entrepreneur? I'd like to do some more work travel and go see what's out there a little bit more. I think we've been heads down working in the business pretty hard for the past six years. So for example, I'd love to go to Hong Kong to go to the Leatherworking Group Forum. I'd love to go to the shows in Italy for seeing the latest fashions and leathers. I'd love to explore new markets in Europe for Poppy Barley. Um, So being really head up and forward facing, I'd like to do that for a while. And then I think, I mean, more personally, just always finding the right balance between working and having my two small children. And I'd love to do start taking the month of January and being somewhere hot for four weeks with my family. 
Yes, I think any of us who live in these cold Canadian cities can relate to that. Absolutely. Now, I have a few questions where I'd love for you to just give me a really quick response. These are, are short and sweet and helps us to get to know you a little bit better. So if you weren't doing what you do now and being an entrepreneur, what do you think your career would be? Potentially land development. And what book are you currently reading? You mentioned you're a voracious reader. What's on your nightstand right now? I just finished the Chip Wilson book. I think it's called Little Black Stretchy Pants. And do you have any recommendations for our audience? Yeah, for business books, for sure. And I mean, for non, but I love the book, The Hard Thing About Hard Things. I think if you're feeling um, beaten up about your business, it's always great for my mental health to read that book. I love the book, Good to Great, which I think just has so much good advice about transforming your company into a great one. And then for me, I also love like Chipolson's book or Phil Knight's books that are more autobiographical and also more industry specific. So books that are more about fashion or footwear companies, I always find I really relate to them. And if you had to pick one word to describe yourself, what would it be and why? I think I'm a strong person. Um, I think primarily because I was raised to be a strong person and also that I've gone out of my comfort zone a lot and that builds confidence and resilience. And what's keeping you up at night these days, if anything, besides your small children? (laughs) I think we've been talking more about the future and about where we're building to. So starting to have some of those conversations about like, what's what's the end game here? Where do we want to take this? So I wouldn't really say it's keeping me up at night, but those are some of the conversations Kendall and I are starting to have. And what is your favorite place in the world and why? I mean, that's a, definitely a hard question. There's lots of great places in the world, but my favorite cities in the world so far have been Istanbul and Turkey, um, Rio de Janeiro and Brazil, and then New York City. And what are the three non-negotiables that you have in either your morning or evening routine that are just part of what you need to do every day? Coffee, I'll say morning. So coffee, brushing my teeth, and putting in my contacts. So this last question that I have for you, Justine, is more of a hypothetical one. And I would just love to to get your perspective on it. It's always a favorite with the people we interview. So if you can imagine there's a small, beautiful tropical island in the middle of the ocean with only a phone booth and no internet, we would drop you off there and there'd be no technology available to you. At any time, you could use the phone booth and call the boat to come and pick you up. I'm curious as to how long you would last before you'd make the call and what you would do with your time. I'm not sure about food and water supplies on said island, so I think that would play into my answer. But I don't think I would last very long. I think I would love a day sunbathing in the sun, but I both crave time away from my children and I miss them very quickly. So I think if I had a day, I'd want to be back with my kids. So before we wrap up here, is there anything else that you would like to add or or share with our listeners? I always think, depending where you are in your entrepreneurship journey, but if you're thinking about it, I always think just get started on working through your idea, doing competitive scans, research, talking to focus groups, trying to validate it with who you see your customer being, and really just, yeah, get going on it. And how can our listeners get a hold of you or find you online? 
I have, um, I mean, very amateurish personal handles. So at just Barber, and that would be for Instagram and Twitter. And then the Poppy Barley info is? Everything's just Poppy Barley. So at Poppy Barley, poppybarley.com, very simply. Awesome. Well, Justine, I really appreciate you coming on our show today. Thank you so much for being part of Edmonton's podcast. We wish you the very best in your future and uh, enjoy chatting with you. Thank you so much for having me. Hey there, it's Bonnie LG. Thanks for taking the time today to listen to Edmonton's podcast on the Canada's Podcast Network. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you sign up for our newsletters. And if you have a minute, please write a review for us on iTunes. You can connect with us on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn at Canada's Podcast. And make sure you check out what other entrepreneurs are doing across the country. See you next time.